thought you would have recorded all that. <laughs> what was a waste? Well, all that was gold. <laughs> I thought you were recording. <laughs> I thought we What's were just mates doing? having a chat. Okay. But well, you know. Everyone's just tuning that in and going, what, what did I miss? Well, well, you missed a long conversation okay. about a couple of people who well, we shall <laughs> remain nameless. Well, we, we didn't name names. In fact, we, we didn't. Named, ha- we named companies. but Companies. Oof. Yeah, yeah. Well, well I'm pretty well, glad, actually. Now I reflect upon what we just talked about. No, right. I wouldn't have recorded that, Stephen. Can, is there a way we could get away with like a... No. Is there a way we could get away with like a... <laughs> if you're working on how to get away with something, the answer's no. Okay, yeah, right. That's Don't probably, you reckon? That's probably, yeah. When in doubt, leave it out. I yeah. Say, yeah. It's not quite like the whole... Um, uh, with your wife, you know, seek forgiveness, not permission. Yeah. You know, the or, old, what have you bought or what have you done or where have you gone or <laughs> what is it? Don't, know, don't ask. Yeah, don't yeah. ask, don't tell. Seek forgiveness, that's, not permission works at home. I think don't ask, don't but tell. not with defamation. Right. That's right. that's my understanding of the defam- defamation laws anyway. Yeah. Well, I, I, I was, because uh, I, I was a newspaper trained journalist. Yes. We were taught early on about of defamation and how it works and. Um, one thing that stuck with me, though, is that in defamation, the truth is no defence. No, that's right. So if you say, look, I reckon you're a, you're a fat, lazy bastard, yep. and you you even if you are a fat, lazy bastard... What are you trying to say? That can't, I'm just saying, as an example, <laughs> you, can't, um, that, you can't say, Your Honour, look at him, he's a fat, lazy bastard, and that, that's not going to be a defence. No. So the truth is no defence. If I defame you, it's... Um, it, that's, that, that, that can't be way... The main thing I learned about defamation at 2GB in my years there, and let me tell you, did we have some you defamation would have cases, you would have been busy. was uh, to have Bruce Burke's phone number on hand. He was the lawyer. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, we had and news too, especially when I was working on sport. A sport on, I don't know how much this bloke was on retainer for, oh, but yeah. we could the, just call him at any the time. The limited bloke was the same. He must have been on a dead set fortune because I was ringing him at like 11 o'clock at night and it, like where edition times are late yeah. and we'd be saying, oh mate, I need a legal story and, and yeah, okay, read it out. Let me know. Yeah, take that out. Change that to this. And yeah, he'd be on solid. He'd be on solid money. Just any time of day, a just retainer, call yeah. and uh, can advise. You know, when you when you got retainer. a story, are you on a retainer anywhere, mate? Are you retaining something? I retain, on I'm on no retainer. Yeah, I don't have retainers. People That'd often say that about like the work we do. They're like, oh, you know, it's a good gig. It's like there's no guarantee to my life next month. Yeah. Well, really, it's quarter. I kind of work quarter, on a quarterly yeah, basis same, with yeah. most things. Same. Yeah. But there is no certain Quarter to quarter, yeah. It's, it's quite amazing that I got a home loan. Actually, yeah. now that I think about it, it's quite amazing. <laughs> what do you mean? You're doing very well. Yeah, but there's that. no guarantee I'm going to be doing very well yeah, next month. Yeah, well, exactly. Right? It we're literally... We're not protected by a big company a big you know, and, and guaranteed employment on a contract. You know, I went like from that. being on a... Uh, my first contract at SBS was three years, uh, 2008. Is that the Penske file you're working Yeah, the first Penske the file Penske was <laughs> three yeah. You had this. What um, was your title? You had this Trump. Well, I started. Title. I started. They said to you, Trev, come and work for us and make up your own title. No, 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 no. When they, when I first joined, I was business manager for radio. Right. So SBS Radio, separate division. Yep. But within the business, um, so I was business manager for radio, and I came from being assistant program director, or actually executive producer of sport and special events at Two GB. Okay, that's a long one. Yeah, I made yeah. that one up. Did that fit on a business card? <laughs> Didn't need business cards back then. Um, <laughs> so I was three year contract as business manager, and then. Uh, that 20, 2008, 9, 10, 11. And then in, within my second contract, so in 2012, I was, I was 
to you, we were talking about second contract, so they re signed you. They yeah, I got re signed, okay, we'll yeah, absolutely. Big we'll difference between re signing and resigning. We'll but keep, we'll keep not, this not in the written way, but just, yeah, just that little dash, just that little makes dash makes a massive difference. Does it ever? Um, yeah. so, so my second, then I was, I was acting network manager, which was kind of a little bit more, um, program involved at the radio. Yeah. But to you, uh, Chris Parker and Adam Lang, uh, Adam. Adam Lang was the CEO. Uh, Chris yep. Parker was a general manager at TUE. I, I was on his podcast a few months ago, Adam Lang. So they yep. wanted me to come and be the content director at TUE in 2012. Wow. In demand, and, eh? And that was when I went far out. Should I go? Should I what? And then I sat down with the managing director of SBS, Michael Abid, absolutely top bloke, and he just said, look, I know, you, you know you've got to weigh up what you want to do. He said, but we really love what you do here. We'd love to give you a bit more freedom. And I went for more freedom. Jesus. The <laughs> anyway. The Penske file. They came to me with a with a contract for a job. It was something like um, technology strategy manager. And I went, you know what? What is that? Not bad. <laughs> but how about we make it manager of technology strategy innovation? Sure. He went, sure. He, he went, mate, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> he said, so you, 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 so you did make up your yeah, title. You okay. now report to that guy. Yeah. And go and sit down and Fantastic. do your best. And That's so, great. yeah, made that title up myself. But great. what I'm saying is for 2008, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, so it was seven and a half years old because I just came, I, I saw out my contract. I yep. saw out all my contracts. Yep. Now, I've never, you know, left a contract mid mid. Stream yeah, or anything like that. I was on a yearly contract at, at News. We were when I became deputy sports editor, I was offered a contract. Yeah, and then so you're either staff or uh, in the union. Yeah, they said if you sign this contract, you can't. You got to resign from the union. I went okay. Yeah, see ya. And bye. So, <laughs> and so if there was a strike, you could still got to work. I yeah. said, well, how many strikes have there been? There was one in my whole career that I remember that yeah. told not to come to work. Yeah, but I thought, yeah, I'll do that. But nowadays, mate, phew, there's no guarantees in life. Understand, mate. Well, Your car just flashed its lights and... Yeah, no, it's probably sentry mode went off. Someone, right, okay. someone walked near it. Yeah. yeah, right, okay, that freaked me out a little S- bit. Sentry mode. Someone drove past or walked past. Yeah, someone just drove past. Yeah, if you go, if you go near come my car, enough? if you go near my car, it'll flash. There's another car driving past yeah. now. He won't get close enough, though, is that right? No. no. But okay. if you walk beside my car, it'll flash. Okay. And then now that I've, I've updated the module in the car... There's a new feature that allows you to view the sentry mode clips in the in the module on the screen. Yeah, right. So I used to have to take that hard drive out and look at it on my computer. Now yep. I just go, oh, okay, three events occurred. Let's have a look at them, and you can see everything that's going on for that particular day. Right, it's amazing, unbelievable. All right, well, well let's. We um, what are we doing here again? Well, now that we've had a, a pre-show that we didn't record, pre-show uh, that was just wasted, wasted. Nah, mate, that was it was important. <laughs> it was an important conversation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Have you got it on the right stuff? I mate? do. Are have you actually prepared or what? Oh, I didn't need, to, didn't need to change a thing, but I thought I'd double check Good for that you, it was mate. this. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Arlo for all your home networking solutions. You go to Netgear and for your home security, you go to Arlo and we'll tell you about them shortly. This is episode 489 of Two Blokes Talking Tech. And gee whiz, whew, what's that, 11 weeks? 11 weeks? What do you, what's 11 weeks? The big five double O. Yeah, I was wondering what's eleven weeks. I can add up now. Okay, yeah. five hundred. Yeah, it's unbelievable. What are we going to do? What's going to happen? Well, I feel like we can't really do anything because we just celebrated Why? ten years. Like Why? it's like going off double. Eleven weeks is a long time. Eh? I don't want to go off twice. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. Okay, never giving it a go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you got to get out more. Never had the opportunity. Yeah, well, okay. um, 
11 weeks is a long time, so it would be a fair separation it's from three the... Months, in three months, and it wasn't. It was back in February. Yeah, true, true. So it'd be so, a good six or eight no, months. Mate, we'll gap. just let it happen. Just maybe preview it a bit and see what, see what occurs. See what comes our way. Yeah, look, just to be clear, I'm chocolate not expecting a roadcaster cake, boys. Chocolate cake goes to Trevor's house. Um, but roadcaster cake was awesome for the 10 years. Yeah, that, that can't brilliant. be beaten. That was... Uh, even Roadcaster shared that. Even Road shared that on their Instagram and on they their did. social media. Yeah, yeah, good people, great. Road. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm looking forward to celebrating 500. By then, I'll be off off too. Really? <laughs> you handicap? You think so? Is that the right lingo? Well, yeah, it is. But I'm thinking, jeez, you're you'll be off scratch, improve. mate. Jeez, if I'm across off, the if lingo. If you're off two, I'd be minus two then. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be playing on the pro mate, tour. If I'm off two, then wow. something big is happening now. Amazing. Like imagine. Yeah. It's just all clicked into Given place. Given what you've seen of my golf, yeah, that'd be that there'd be bad. a fundamental turnaround that in our lives. It wasn't bad. Should we save that for the private? The sort of look back on the golf day, or yeah, no, I think we'll so because most private. people don't give a rat's. Um, yeah, we're here to talk about tech. But right. as much as I'd love to talk about golf, well, um, I wanted to take a trip down memory lane. So this year, this week, I got a Facebook memory, and it was actually I I reshared something from Craig Middleton. You remember Craig Middleton? Yep. He was the he was the media Telstra. guy at Telstra yep. for yep. a very long time. Bottom line, when Good I man. started in this game, yep. um, people like Craig Middleton, yeah, uh, Peter same, Taylor, same. Um, these were the people that were, you know, Telstra was a big PR brand, guys you know, had yeah. to know. Yeah, at and Telstra. whenever I'd appear on a current affair talking about something, Craig would be there talking because he'd be the Telstra talking head yeah. and stuff. So Craig had shared this video of him on a current affair, but I was obviously in it as well. Yep. So I watched the story, I downloaded it, I had a good look and I thought, you know what, it's 10 years since this story. Let's just have a little bit of a look back, right? Now... Right. The context for this story, by the way, was a Maysim, and I can actually now vividly remember what happened that week. Uh, Current Affair got wind that a Maysim were launching something, mm-hmm. um, and they tried to get a Maysim to give them the info so we'd have an exclusive story. A Maysim didn't want to have do that. They wanted to go with their thing the next day, so they said, let's just do the story anyway. Trev, just guess it. Just make it up. Now, <laughs> let me be clear. What happens in the story is not at all what a Maysim launched. Did they <laughs> launch capped plants? Was they, it capped plants? They did. They so did. that was the first capped plan. But at the time, yeah. that, that was we didn't know about that. We just said there was going to be a minutes-based buy because this is what their their sister company was going to be doing. How in, wrong in the, you were. 100%. Did you go back and say, oh, sorry, I got it wrong? I, I actually found an email where I went, I, I was kind of right, but I was wrong. Anyway, <laughs> the point of this conversation is to go, mate, let's just look back. And so I did this at EFTM and, and looked at what you could get for your buck then and now. Yep. So Optus, for example. In 2011, going by this current affair story and the graphic on the screen, yep. for $79, you got $900 worth of phone calls. 900 Unlimited texts. Yep. And three gigabytes of data. Three gig for $79. In what year? 2011. 2011. So what are we up to then? Now iPhone, four, iPhone 4, was a 4S came out later that year. Sure. Okay. So now 10 years down the track with Optus at $65. So it's it's cheap, the only comparative cheap. one I can So hang on, the $79 plan, that included the phone though, didn't it? Uh, yes, not? it did. Okay. Yes. Today, no. Today, no. Today, BYO. So that's why I've gone, okay, let's go $65. Yep. And you can now get unlimited calls and texts. Yep. 5G and 200 gigabytes of data. <laughs> a 566% increase. Three, Three gig to two to... 566% increase. Wow. Now, Vodafone... At $45, both um, both $45, 10 years apart. Unlimited calls and texts, both. Back Over, then? Yes. Wow. 500 megabytes of data. 
Okay. Megabytes. Megabytes. Wow. <laughs> you now but get. I think they were one of the first to have the unlimited calls, weren't they? They were, because they were coming out of Vodafone. Remember? That's correct. They were desperate to win customers. They they now have 100 gigabytes of data, which is a 19,900 percent increase. Wow. From 500 megabytes to 100 gigabytes, and back then you got unlimited social media data. Okay. So Twitter and Facebook were that, were, were, that were not counted. Okay. Back then with Vodafone for 65 bucks you got 2 gig of data and now for 60 bucks you get 500 gigabytes of data. Half a terabyte you get. Yeah. At 24,000 uh, $60. 60 bucks today Vodafone 500 5, gigabytes not 5, of 5G data. 5G-ish. Mm, 5GB. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. So we've done Optus uh, what about Telstra? Telstra. Okay, Telstra? so Telstra yeah, I'll give you two plans. $49 back then was yep. $450 of calls and SMS. Yep. And Not un- nothing unlimited. Nothing unlimited. And one gigabyte of data. Wow. And you now get for $55, so an extra six bucks, which is their cheapest plan. Yep. Okay, there's no cheaper than 55 For 5G. Unlimited calls and text, no, you don't no. get 5G. Okay. Unlimited calls and text and 40 gigabytes of data, which is a 3,900% increase. <laughs> right? Wow. And exactly the same increase at $79, now paying 65 you used to get 2 gig, now you get 80 gigabytes. Wow. But here's what's interesting, Amazon, at that time, um, they launched, a, which what they actually launched was a $39.90 plan, unlimited talk and text, 4 gigabytes of data. Today, at $40, so 10 cents difference. Yeah. You get unlimited calls and texts and 50 gigabytes of data. Yes. 1,150% increase. They also changed the uh, term of their plan. Yeah, 28 days, yeah, not 30. It used to be 30. And that added, that added a month to the, did, to the yeah. year. So it's 13. Which is one of the big tricks for, for all the yeah. um, uh, prepaid carriers. But yeah. uh, 1,000, I think that's the best example of what are we getting now versus them. Because, wow. you know, second tier carrier, MVNO, from 4 gig... Now up to 50 gig. It's still doing pretty well by the sounds. And now how many more NV- MVNOs are there now? Actually, like, no, I'm not sure there's more more than less. Oh, I think back then... What, what the, back then you never had Coles, Woolies, Aldi. Oh, yeah, yet. but there was a lot of crazy ones like Labara and all these. Yeah. There was a lot of weird ones. More. There's Red more Bull today. Mobile back Does then. Boost Mobile even existed? Yes. Did that exist Yeah, they then? did, yeah. 2011? Yeah. Okay. So, I look up... Mm, there's a lot of choice now. I huh? think it's a bit iffy, but... Mm. I think the choice now is much more clearly structured between your your top three telcos, yeah, and then your your top tier resellers like Amazim, Boost, Hogan, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but think back to what, like you know that's a really good comparison about the amount of data you get now. But think back then. I reckon I would bet that the iPhone were you have used an iPhone or were you still on the BlackBerry twenty eleven iPhone. 2011. Let's. I was using the iPhone 4 at yep. the start. I think iPhone 4s came out the next year. Right. Um, I reckon that there was. We probably had like 64 gig of data was the top the top level of storage. Yeah. Back then. Remember yeah. They used to have 16. Yeah, I had someone whinging the other day about an iPhone that only had um, 16 gig of, of storage, and I went, "Well, it's an old phone because they don't sell that anymore." Yeah. Like that's don't complain. But Just so upgrade. The word is that, like, yeah, you know, how we've moved now. You got five, twelve gig of data on your phone. Yeah. Right? The first iPhone had four gig of data. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that back to yeah. two thousand seven. Now and and there's talk that the iPhone thirteen, if that's what it's called, they, it may have a terabyte of data on board. Twelve S. Twelve S. You reckon? Do you reckon they don't do the thirteen? I've been I, going up by one. I've been now. saying. I don't think yes. They don't for do a long S. time, thirteen makes no sense. They don't do S's anymore. 
When's the last S they did? 6S, yeah. So the, the didn't they do an 8S? No, 10S. Did they do the 10S? They did a 10S. They did a 10S. Yeah. But 11, no. There was no 8S. There was no 7S. 7S? Was there a 7S? No. 6S there was. 6S, 7, okay. 8, 10, Six, 10S, yeah. 11, 11, 12. 12. Yeah, they'll, they'll go into 13. No. I reckon they'll face it head on, that number. You reckon they'll face the unlucky number? They'll he- go head on. Really? And their marketing will be all about it. How the 13 used to mean bad luck. Try your luck or something. At, have a look at this. I reckon There's a slogan. Try your luck. Yeah. They'll hammer it. 12S, though. <coughs> but uh, works. But it's just sort of the whole... But you're right. We've got a, we've got a two terabyte data. iPad. Makes sense to have a yeah. one terabyte phone. Yeah. And, and, and even our computers. Like, imagine well, the first computer I had had... Four meg of data, <laughs> and 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 no, it was with four meg of RAM, yeah, and forty kilobytes of data or hard drive or something on it, which was nothing. So it, it's remarkable, even that looking back at the the memory, and and you used to think, what? <laughs> I've just oh, shown, you? I've just shown Stephen a uh, you, you the screenshot of me, wow. <laughs> me on a current affair in you, you, look, you look like ten years ago. Finished, you look like uh, you're in high school. You remember this bloke? Oh, from amazing Rolf Hansen. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. The German. I remember him coming because I was still working at the telly at the time. Yeah. You know, they, they launched in 2010. 10, yeah. They launched yeah, the year earlier. The telly. He came yeah. to see me at the telly office yeah. when they launched. Yeah. So, good times. Um, yeah. Um, hasn't, the, hasn't the industry moved along, though, eh? Which is a good segue into the next segment I agree. about complaints. Oh, uh, yes. I wrote up a story on Tech Guide about the TIO <coughs> releasing a report about uh, the complaints and how they're generally on the decrease. The. Uh, the amount of complaints received have decreased year on year by, uh, I think, 6%, around 6%, which is good. And it's mainly, obviously, internet, home phone, mobile. Yep. But mobile <coughs> still manages to account for the most complaints, 35% of all complaints. Yeah. So in, between January and March this year, there were 30,393 complaints about phone and internet services, so from residential and from small business customers, yep. which was a decree, a decrease of 0.3% compared to the previous quarter. Right. But in comparison to the quarter, the year-on-year comparison from last same quarter last year, it's a drop of 6.1%. Look, I think the other thing to do here is you've really got to look at the the context of complaints over uh, a this good is, period of complaints time, right? to the TIO. <coughs> no, that's right. Yeah. But the TIO complaints are the critical ones because yeah. they're the ones that have escalated out of control, right? Yeah. You go to the TIO, you... Yeah. And I've said this before, but I'll reinforce it. A TIO complaint costs the telco yeah. money. You're the TIO that. is not government funded. Yeah. When you ring and say, Telstra stuffed me around, Telstra foots the bill. <laughs> Telstra has to pay yeah. for the processing of that complaint. Yeah. So that's how the TIO is funded. So if they have no complaints, the TIO won't exist. Yeah. This is this is what you've got to remember, which is why I always say to people, tell when you're on the phone to a customer service person, they're not giving you satisfaction okay. satisfaction. You say, Can I speak to a manager? Yeah. And let them know you're going to go to the TIO if your problem is not that, resolved. That normally that normally lights a bit of a fire under them though. That's yeah. like, okay, geez, we better get something done here because that that's like you said, that costs them money. <coughs> so do you want to know though the top five issues? Can I guess? Yeah. Oh, I haven't okay. read the story techguide.com okay. today. Yeah. Uh, top five issues: service. Uh, well, I better yeah, service and equipment fees, fees. Oh, but yeah, fees. And, and I mean coverage, delay, like you know, people complaining yeah, about intermittent service or dropouts right. is one. The other one is delayed action by the provider. 
service and equipment fees, no phone or internet service. Right. Delay establishing a service. Right. That's see, that's a big one they get caught yeah. up on. Cause and the other one is the intermittent <coughs> so dropouts, intermittent service or dropouts. Uh, and eighty four percent of uh, complaints came from residential customers. Mobile services were the most complained about service type. Right. Yeah. So that's uh, and so the the thing what escalates the problem for customers is when they the company tries to tries to resolve the issue of the customers not satisfied. Satisfied. Yeah. They company thinks they've had a bloody. Um, Resolved, but the customer's yeah. not satisfied. So the, the the provider is unable to troubleshoot a problem, or a consumer is not satisfied with the fault testing. So they're not happy with the solution provided. Uh, one thing too that one a, a massive decrease previously the biggest complaint one of the biggest complaints was not being able to adequately contact the provider. Yeah, that's now that's gone way away. That's gone away. <coughs> the number of complaints from not being able to contact their providers virtually disappeared. Now it's a big decrease in that. Over the years, yeah. what we've gotten to a point where is over the years the total number of complaints is is going down. Yep. Um, you also had this massive spike about three years ago, MBN. And that's that's yeah. tapered off dramatically, yeah. and so you're left with this point. I think it's obvious that mobile is going to be the most because compa- it's the most used. It's the, of course, um, yeah. it's the most. It's the thing that fails on you in in your in your own. It's a very personal thing because I'm on my phone. It doesn't work or whatever. I'll tell you now, <coughs> the top ten providers who, who were most complained who about, complained about on yeah. a percentage basis or total number. Uh, total number. Telstra, yes. Optus, Vodafone. They're the top three. Next up, TPG Group. Yeah, well, that's Vodafone. So yeah, then IINet also Vodafone, also TPG. Group. So the, so yep. third, fourth, and fifth are all the same all company. The same company, Southern Phone Company Limited. Yeah, right. So is well, that? they do a lot of they do a lot of regional stuff. So the, uh, what they do is they do this kind of um, really uh, affordable buy. I think they're also doing NBN now as well. Yeah, right. Yeah, next regional up, Dodo. Dodo well, they're, services. They're program. Dodos. Yep. So there's that <laughs> Aussie Broadband. Yeah, but, and, and again, number, growing number eight because of their customer numbers. Yeah. But they also, they pride themselves on having an Aussie call centre. That's so right. you're ringing someone in Mate, Australia. I've rung, yeah. had rung, ring, I, we were at the football in Queensland and Jacko had a problem and he, yeah. he got onto him straight away and I was able to, over the phone, quickly add my son to the contact ah, list right. and everything. It was that excellent. That's good. Um, and they just won, by the way, I think they won as a choice or a can star, but like a can seriously uh, customer recommended yeah. provider. Um, Boost Tell, Proprietary Limited. Is that Boost Must Mobile? be Boost Mobile. And... For, and they're making their very first appearance in the top 10. Foxtel Management. Proprietary. Foxtel <laughs> Management. Yes. I love the fact that it's not called Foxtel Broadband, well, which is what, what they're that, complaining about. Well, that, I think that that's his, that is why that's on <coughs> them, because they offer broadband. Services. No, that's what I'm yeah. saying. It's, that's yeah, yeah. who it is. Yeah. But it's just really poorly worded <laughs> that it's Foxtel Management that's well, the most, most maybe, complained about. Maybe Patrick they, Delaney is the most complained about. <laughs> in the, no, he's to, number 10. He's in the top 10. First he's appearance. the most complained about pay that, TV operator. That's, that's a top 10 list you don't want. <laughs> no, that's not Dave Letterman stuff. No. This is bad. Was that the top ten list yet? Or top five? Top yeah. ten list. No, yeah, top that's ten. Famous. Had the top ten list. Yeah. How good is that? How good and I used to watch Letterman all the so time. So good. Yeah. So good. I was a Letterman man, not a Jay Leno man. Yes. Yeah, and then I used to watch when yeah. when the big shift happened, I actually watched a bit of Conan because it was he yep. got dudded. Um, I tried to watch Colbert. I loved Colbert on I the Daily Colbert, Show, yeah. but I don't. James Corden's my favourite. Yes. I was Corden say. and um and <coughs> Jimmy Kimmel. Follows me on Twitter too. James James Corden. James does. Corden. Yeah, I think he might follow me too. Also, he's um, a very generous. Who's follower. the other dude? Um, 
Gordon, Fal- uh, I think Gordon no. Ramsay follows Fallon. me on Twitter. Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Yep. He follows you too? Yep. Oh, mate. They know you're doing very well. Doing they very well. Be, they want to follow you. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't yeah. it poor yeah. and annoying claim to fame? Do you reckon Jimmy Fallon actually personally pressed the button to follow no. you? Or no, not at all. one of his 15 no. assistants might have done that? No, I wrote quite, about... I think I think happened when I wrote about him... Like the way the show was being broadcast or something in Australia, yeah. like the ABC yeah. putting on an iView or something, uh, and then you know when when you know when a tweet goes reasonably well and like the Rock, t- you know, yeah, the, yeah, the Rock those retweeted guys, they, me. Yeah. They they clicked the button. He didn't follow me. He retweeted me. Asshole. That's probably better to be retweeted than followed. I follow, what does following get you? Um, I think the only difference really is when when someone else views their profile, it shows you know, uh, who else they follow, and it's like yeah. holy crap. You, you earn a lot of uh, you <coughs> earn a lot of followers yeah. out of that, eh? Yeah. Anyway, that's um yeah. But the uh, the whole complaints thing uh, is: Have you complained? Is there someone? Is there one of you, no. one of our listeners? Have they had a complaint or an issue, or that we haven't been able to sort out for them? Normally, we sort them out. Well, I was going to say that we're this kind of pseudo TIO. I say that to people. I say, yeah, listen, I, I, I can't guarantee it, but I if, if I if I forward it on yeah. and you don't get an answer, I want you to go to TIO. Yeah. Like, if I can't yeah. get you an answer, well, I often get this on the radio. I, I yeah. say to people when, when they're, when they're, and if it's like, not everyone, but when they're saying, look, I rang Telstra and this and that, and they weren't getting yep. anywhere, yeah. I'm thinking, mate, just leave your email address with the producer. I'll, well, I'll make a, <coughs> I'll send an email. And, and normally, you know what? 99 times out of 100, it's sorted totally in a day. Totally agreed. But I've had billing issues with Telstra, a whole yeah. range of things. This yeah. week, um, and you know this as well, you would get this when you're talking to Deb and, 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 and co. You talk, you take one call about an issue. Yeah, and there's it, three others. It dominates, yeah. So we had this guy ring, and Normally he goes, NBN. "No, this woman, this she goes, my fetch remote freezes." Don't do that, and I go, "Well, okay, look, you've, you've done all the right things, you've done the resets, da da da. You send me an email. I know the people at fetch; they will be they'll be annoyed to hear about this. Yeah. And then three calls in the half hour <laughs> with the same problem. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna yeah. I'm, I'm gonna take all your details. Yeah, I no, do I've done my that best. Too. I had who was it? It was um, was it Samsung had an update that that's that stuffed around their Bluetooth connection? That right. They did an Android update, and a right. lot of listeners that they, they can't connect to their cars anymore. Right. They, and I, I remember looking it up, and there was actually there was a whole thread of people complaining about the same thing. Right. And Samsung, I think, have done since done an update, and it's resolved. But you can just see how it, people having the same issue. Two blokes yeah. talking tech. Your personal yes, TIO. Absolutely. We're here for you, folks. Um, and um, we'll, we'll keep talking to you. If you've um, if you want to tweet us or get in touch with us, you can do that on Twitter at Trevor Long, at Stephen Fennick with the hashtag Ziggy Zag. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech, and we are connected by the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au for all your networking needs here in the office, over in the Tech Guide Home Theatre, wherever we are. Netgear will be connecting us because Orbi is the mesh. Wi-Fi system to suit your home or small business. Stephen was talking about on the radio the other day. I heard you talking with Deb. Yep. And there was a bloke talking about his uh, Orbi. Like, I get it all the time. It's it's the simple recommendation we make. And all you need to do yeah, is... Thanks for listening to me. Mate, well, I don't want to correct you, but also you could It was your, your answer. <laughs> you don't actually need the modem anymore. If you've got the right type uh, of NBN... Yeah, but- you can plug that, an Orbi directly into your NBN NTD. But that's going to go down a rabbit hole for a lot of users, mate. I want to make it easy. <laughs> you want to make it simple. Easy, I agree. You, know. you take, you keep your existing modem, you plug an Orbi system into it, you put a satellite in the middle of the house, you put the, the, the router for the Orbi next to you and into your existing modem, and you've got a dome of Wi-Fi over your entire home, full speed in every corner of your home. And that's what most people want. If you're paying for 95 meg internet, you should get 95 meg internet everywhere in your home. If you're paying for 45, get it. If you're paying for 250, you should be getting 250 in every corner of your home. I've not had one person come back to me to say, I shouldn't have got this. No, it's never happened. 
there was uh, uh, there was a review. You know that people can review products when they buy them. I yep. JB Hi-Fi had heard about this on the tech guide. The tech guide recommended this product, and I love it. <laughs> it was like five star. How many times did you screenshot Net, that? Netgear, no, Netgear sent it to me. Yeah. They said, "Oh, look, just let you know. Thank you for this." And they, they, I said, "Oh, thank you." And you know what? Um, we thank the good people at Netgear for supporting this great show, and we hope you uh, choose their products when you're when you're shopping netgear.com.au. But Stephen, I will say this: yeah. um, uh, for our great listeners, that makes a difference. Like it helps absolutely because one of the things that we so when you see banner ads or links on people's websites often they track through to who's buying what i don't i don't really do that kind of clicking and tracking on my site so there's no real um tracking of purchases through from you know user to end so if you hear about something when we talk about it if you see something on steven's instagram and you buy it as a result whatever it is if you let those companies know yeah. Then our names where it comes from. Yeah, yeah. Our names uh, are yeah. attached to that purchase, and they yeah. feel they're getting value for the relationships that they have with Absolutely. us. Absolutely. And it doesn't matter whether they're one of our sponsors, like Netgear and Arlo here, or whether it's just something we reviewed, something you see. If yep. you let the company know you do that because of us, it helps. It helps our reputations with those companies. It yep. helps them understand why it's important for them to keep us yeah. in touch with their because products. Because we, we talk to the customers. Our listeners are their customers. That's right. Yeah. We we turn our we listeners. Are the, we are the middlemen. We turn our listeners into their customers. That's we should right. put that on some sort of proposal. Yeah. Turning our listeners into your customers. Oh, mate, get onto that straight <laughs> away. <laughs> anyway, you're listening to episode 489 of Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. So I downloaded an app this week um, that came to me via Triple M. In fact, slow news week. What am I? Slow, new, slow week. It was. Not it? a lot of news out there. It was last week as well. You had to be very creative. Whereas week. next week's going to be a nightmare. Yeah, with Dub Dub DC. Yeah, hills and valleys, mate. <laughs> Swings and roundabouts. I just would prefer to know which which hills and valleys we're in. Yeah. I would have played two games of golf last week. Me, me too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if we could just get a planner, if we get all the companies on board, who's yeah. got announcements? <laughs> anyway, so this app is called Australian. Australian. Got to say it. No, Australian. Okay. S T R A Y A N. Aussie app. Australian. Yep. No, not not Australian or Stray- Australian. 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 Okay. So you got to be an Aussie to get it because you wouldn't know how to spell <laughs> it otherwise. S T R A Y A N. It's okay. a wombat. In a, it's a green and gold wombat. Yep. Is the logo right? Okay. And it's all about barcodes, right? So you open up the barcode scanner, you scan something. I don't have anything here, and it tells you how Australian the product is. Oh. How Australian your product is. Um, so, so what it just does... Just by scanning a barcode? Just by scanning so a like barcode. So if mate. it was made here and it's an Aussie company or all that sort of stuff? Or? Correct. So actually there's a search filter, right? So let's... Um, someone, give me a product. Someone thought this was a good idea for an app. To mate, scan a barcode. It's brilliant. How Australian something is. That's correct. Right. Right. So what's a product? What's something you, you, you buy, eat, you know, have? Um, something you go to Woolies and get. Uh, Smith's Crisps. Okay, Smith's. Smith's Chips. Type that in here. Salt, Smith's. Salt and vinegar. Oh, salt and vinegar. Jeez, you don't want to go too hard on that, do you? No, not, not lately. I, oh, I can't find salt and vinegar. Might so I'm just going to hit. It might be a once a week treat, that one. Uh, baked, Smith's baked salt. So oh. what? So they were not in there, Smith's crisps? Well, they maybe, were, they maybe I need to be more specific. I've never done our, a text search, to they be were honest. our sponsor when I was playing for Souths. Really? Smith's crisps, yeah. Um, I don't think this is really them. But anyway, so what <laughs> happens is you get a single score, right? Yep. So in this case, it's 30. Okay. And the, there's three parts to the score. The ingredients, yep. where it's made, and where it's owned. Okay. And in this case, whatever this is, Smith's Baked Salt Pack 5. Okay, well, I think it is Smith's Snack Food Company, right? Okay. 
it's it's it gets zero points because it's made it's owned by a USA company. Okay. And it actually tells you down the bottom. So it, it tells you that it's owned by PepsiCo Incorporated, which uh, is it's owned by the Smith Snack Food Company in Australia okay. via PepsiCo. So you actually see the lineage. So this is encouraging you to buy Australia. Correct. I'll give you. An it also one. says it's made one? in Australia. Ah, how about this one? Okay, Tim Tams. Oh, okay, Tim Tams. I think is it Arnott's? Do Arnott's say them? Tim Tam. Okay, Arnott's biscuits, Tim Tam original. Okay, Ooh, yep. score is thirty. Same score as Smith's Same Chris. score because owned by... Oh, is Arnott's a million So it's owned by Arnott's Biscuits, which is owned by KKR and Co. Wow. In America. Oh. Yeah? So, so you think they're, they're Australian. They're viewed as like typically Australian things, yeah. isn't it? Like, so it gets a big thumbs up for being made in Australia. What about Vegemite? Oh, uh, well, that's such an issue because they're now owned by Bega. Ah. Bega Cheese. So Vegemite... That has a massive score. You'd hope so. Oh, so that's 7-Eleven for something else. Uh Coles, Vegemite, Scrolls. Can I just get Vegemite? Vegemite. Great standard. Again. I'll just go the gluten-free because that's what we have at home. 98. 98. Right? Wow. So it gets 100 for being owned in Australia, 100 for being made in Australia, and only 95% for being Australian ingredients. Right? Wow. And the weighting, by the way, now I see is 20. You get 20 it's out of 100. 20 is where it's owned. Yep. Because, you know, not a lot of Aussie so owned it's all, companies. all different. 30 where it's made, and 50, what are the ingredients? Oh. Which is really interesting. So, there was Aussie owned by Bega Cheese, 95% Australian ingredients. Wow. It's a massive score Vegemite. of 98. How good's Vegemite? Mate. Love Vegemite. It just doesn't you come like any Vegemite? better. Love Vegemite. How's that? You yeah. like Vegemite, but yet you don't like other foods. Vegemite's a real, like it's it's a love or hate sort of thing. And to your fussy palate, I'm surprised. Sorry, super taste for you, mate. Well, yeah. I'm surprised that you like Vegemite. Because like, you don't like tomato sauce. No, I like tomatoes. Like, like I like tomato. tomatoes. Toma- <laughs> See, you don't like tomatoes, but you love tomato sauce. Isn't that funny? Do you like barbecue sauce? Yep. Okay. I don't mind a smoky barbecue either. Smoky barbecue. Anyway, the point of the app, yeah. I think, is great because, you know, you've got yeah. the Made in Australia logo. That's cool. Yeah. But it's a very hard thing for a company to get because they've got to tick a lot of boxes. Yeah. Whereas if you're standing there looking at two biscuits, two milks, two whatever it is, yeah. you're going, I know I can't buy a 100% Australian thing. Yeah. So which one is more Australian, and I'm going to buy that one. Yeah. I like it. I think the idea of choice is a very good thing. Like I've even seen, you know, how around um, Australia Day, mm. when, when we used to celebrate Australia Day, remember when you used to be able to buy a flag, and you know, my kids would have and weren't tattoos. seen. It weren't seen as being you know, some like, bloody. It was. It was yeah. like now. It, it was it's almost frown. You're seen as being a bogan like, if you if you carry the flag. Like normally, like three four years ago. I remember all the shops ahead of Australia Day was red, white, and blue with flags, flags yeah. and merch <coughs> and everything. And the reason I'm talking about this is because you go look at the Australian flag and it's made in China. Yeah. <laughs> even all this Aussie stuff. Yeah. So even an Aussie flag is not made in Australia. Yeah. But, yeah, just to that point, um, it used to be just full-on red, white, and blue. Yeah. And everyone would buy a hat and glasses and tattoos and everything and get into it. Now... Did you notice this year not one company had an Aussie flag to buy on Australia Day? No, I didn't notice. Not one. Yet Halloween, which is a bloody American bloody thing, is everywhere. In yeah. front of shops are orange with Halloween sh- yeah, yeah. crap. <laughs> so, but Australia Day couldn't buy a th- single Australian no, flag. Because everyone's scared of being well, politicised. But, but, but we live in Australia. Yeah. And, and that's the flag. We should be proud. Like, 
Okay. I, I, I remember at my old high school and a lot of schools now, they raise the Aussie flag and the Aboriginal flag. Yeah, or, and, and the like, Torres Strait Island flag in many no, times. I've got no problem with Bring that. Bring it on. I've yeah. got no problem with that. Yeah. But the Aussie flag, our soldiers went to war and died with that on their shirts. Mm. They went to war under that flag. Yeah. So that, uh, for anyone who's not proud, like if anyone who's doesn't want to display that, that that's 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 really, I'm I'm not I'm not happy with that. Yeah. Now the, the people went to war, died under that flag, yeah. defending our. Country. Which is something our kids will never understand because I don't yeah. think our, like our kids are ever going to be close but enough to you, the did, to the death of war. Yeah. Uh, like we're still, we're distant from it because we're, it's course. a generation behind us. Of course. But, but it's but, close but, enough for it to be yeah. hammered into us. But, but it's only it's only the last what four years. Three years yeah. that, that Australia Day's now become like like a you can't talk about it without being politically incorrect. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know it's it's, it's sad. It's sad. I agree. Like you know, like July the fourth in America is the most Mate, their the biggest most, holiday. Yeah. yeah. And, and imagine them putting crap on that day. It, it'd be one they wouldn't accept that. That's July the fourth is Independence Day. That's their day. Yeah. Just so like Australia Day is Australia Day. It's the date. Then they the twenty sixth of January seventeen eighty eight when they rocked yeah. up. Do you know, I don't think you watch enough stand-up comedy. I do watch a bit now. No, I have mate. been watching. You tell me what I oh. do. I watch. Listen, you know, because of you, you idiot, you got me into Lego, right? <laughs> I made, and I'll show it to you. You know yeah. the, you know the pictures, the Lego. You, you pictures? made the big one. I made the big one. Right, it looks nice. amazing. Yep. And that's mate. That's three different sets. That's that's yeah. eighteen rows of by three. Yep. It took a while. And what I used to do when I was making it was I'd put play Netflix. I'd choose like Dave Chappelle and I'd be listening to stand-up comedy while I'm doing it. Yeah. yeah. So I do watch a bit so of So the reason stand-up. I bring that up is because I've been in a massive stand-up binge. I've just yeah. picked, a, picked a person and I've gone, I'm going to go, because on Netflix, very smart with stand-up, you can go, it goes their catalogue. Yeah. So you go like um, uh, Anthony Jeselnik or you'll or go Jim, Jim, some, Jeffries, or Jim Jeffries or whatever yeah. or um, Jimmy Carr. Yeah. It'll, I find their oldest one and there's never more than four because they do stand-ups every like two or three years. Yeah. Your oldest one, then all the way through the newest one, and I've been just basically binging through, yeah. and it is and fascinating. How, how like changed. you watch a Joe Rogan or a Bill Burr, and these guys are and Chappelle yeah. on the edge, and it's like, yeah. you know what? I I like watching it because it makes me go, oh, you're allowed to say it. Good on you. Like you're allowed yeah. to say that stuff because yeah. you're on stage, kind of taking the Mickey. We used to all be able to make those jokes and have that fun, and not Chappelle, anymore. Chappelle's particularly wow sensitive yes. like that. Mate, Bill, uh, he's uh, mate, have you watched Bill Burr? Yeah, I have. Yeah. No, but but Chappelle is like he's funny, but he's also on the money. Yeah, he's, he he's reason. He's real poignant, and what he says is, is really measured and and sort of looks at both sides. A bit. It still can be funny. It's it's a, that's a real talent. Yeah, yeah. The big one this year is Supernatural for Ricky Gervais. Still hasn't come oh, out. Yeah. That's like two when years. Is that coming? He did that show like show like two years ago. What? Should be out later this what year. What was the one, the last one that he did? Hum, 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 yeah, I can't Humanity. Remember Humanity. Humanity. Yeah. So the next one is Supernatural. Oh, Super. so that's been done. That this show. Yeah. He did it a what, year and a half ago. What the hell's Netflix? How long does it take for? to put that up? What the hell they oh, want? It must for? be just to do with scheduling. They want to make sure they get the peak. Well, it's like, why would you want two big shows in one month? You know, essentially. Been, but it's been two years since the other one. More, isn't it? I'm just saying. I'd watch that in a heartbeat. I'm waiting for Afterlife Season 3. Yeah, they're filming now. Have you watched Afterlife? Filming now. Great show. Filming now. All right, you can get the Australian app. (laughs) (laughs) Android Android and iOS. And iOS. uh, S-T-R-A-Y-A-N. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. There's a bit of news about the App Store. What, mate? Let's be clear. Yeah. I find it The story you're about to tell is (laughs) Apple. We're doing very well. (laughs) Exactly. 
<laughs> That's what I should have written. Um, and it's become it was, my favourite thing, by the way. <laughs> yeah. That do you get this now? Yeah. Like even people in the flesh will say you're doing very doing well. Very well. Like, yeah. I've got it. Yeah. On 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 Twitter. And that's mate. I love it. I included it. And you never retweeted, you bastard. What? Last week when I was promoting our latest episode. Uh, of two blokes, yeah. I said, you know, hosted by Stephen, at Stephen Penning, at Trevor Long, they're both doing very well. What didn't I do? You didn't retweet it or nothing? Oh, you didn't sorry, see it. Mate. Sorry. Oh. Sorry. Do it again, little, I'll do it Gave me a little shout out and go on. You want to give me a shout out. <laughs> no, but it's one of those things because it's all well and good for someone to say they listen to the show. Yeah. But it's when they say yeah, you're they, doing a lot. You know, know do you know who show. did it? Somewhere yeah. in a text or something? Paul Murray. Really? I'm like, he's a fan. Hey, he's he, listening. He listens to I wouldn't call him a fan, but he, he's, a, he's a listener. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Stephen, Apple, doing very well. Yeah, Apple, well, that's basically, you've summed up their pictures. <laughs> and next segment. Apple, <laughs> we're doing very well. Well, the App Store, it's uh, it's very, uh, Apple uh, are not very forward with their, uh, unless it's like iPhone gone through. When's the last time they said that, that we had 4 million sales in the first week? I reckon it's not. They don't do it. I, I reckon I it's, it's iPhone 6 or 6S or something, think, you know, well, 10 million in the weekend. Yeah, I don't that think stuff do was good. Yeah, I don't think they do it anymore because no. they probably do 20 million a weekend now. It's sort of, they've, they've passed those records. Yeah, you are doing very well. Doing very well. But when Apple do reveal things, and there was a study done by this independent, uh, I'm trying to remember to show you find the name, the, the analysis group, that, that's a pretty descriptive name. Jesus. They did a, a study, as an independent study showed that uh, the state of developers in the App Store, and Apple says the App Store ecosystem in 2020 generated $643 billion in billings and sales. Wow. So there's revenue, right? Revenue is yep. being generated. $643 billion. That's an increase of 24% year on year. And what they put it down to is that the world turned to their apps during to COVID. Get through COVID, the pandemic. So people were using apps to connect for work, for education, for to shop, to do all, everything they need to connect with family. Mm. It, it was the result of them leaning into an app that, that was created by one of these developers. Yeah. And the study said that one in four small developers, so we're talking, I think, less than a million downloads, they make up 90, they, they make up, I think they were saying 90% of the app store is made up of these small developers. So it's yep. only 10% that are the massive developers, like, you know, your Facebooks yeah. and all that. And the they were said that the one in four saw a 25% increase. And, yeah, small developers grown by 40%. So the number of small developers grown by 40% since 2015, and they make up now 90% of all App Store developers. So the sort of riding on the shoulders of giants here, the App Store yeah. has enabled these these companies, these, these developers to to uh, reach the whole world. And they've got some examples of uh, one example. I think there's a, a couple of Indian brothers who created like a kid's app, Kidlo Land. And it was created by the, the two the two brothers there. They were fathers themselves. And now they're, they're so, their app has been, been uh, the songs within the app have been played more than half a billion times. Just the reach that you can get from the app store. But, mm. And all kinds of things too. They do mention the they fact mentioned that... mentioned the FTM app in there? No, they didn't. Mm. But the um, but also the the app the app kits or the developer kits and how there's AR kit and home yep. kit and that is also taken us stuff to the next level 
for AR creators and all of these as well. So uh, interesting, all the stats there. So six forty-three billion. Yeah, that, that's like that's McDonald's. Yeah, you know, it's McDonald's or twenty billion served. Yeah, yeah, we know you're doing very well. Twenty-four percent growth in the face of economic challenges. Ninety percent of total billings and sales occurred outside of the app store. So that that must include stuff people buy on apps, order food on apps, and things like that. So what are they saying? So ninety percent of total billings and sales occurred outside of the app store. So it's not just the money to buy the app or an in-app purchase. It must be again Uber Eats. This you buy the food and this stuff is like. all about the court case. I'm sure Epic. Yeah, I'm sure Epic. I was going to say, I'm sure Epic are watching these stats with with uh, with interest. This is as just well. them saying, listen, Your Honour, <laughs> these guys are doing very well. So are we. Yeah. Have a look at how we're enabling this whole ecosystem to grow. Yeah. And sure, we can. you can change our terms and conditions, but it's going to completely turn the economy on its yeah. head. True. True that. But yeah, to sum up, App Store and Apple doing very well. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech brought to, you, brought to you by our good friends at Arlo. And Arlo, they make fantastic security cameras. Oh, they what? They also backed, though, with really good Arlo Smart subscription service. I think you get a free one for three months when you buy a yep. camera. And you, I think most customers, if they see the, the level of functionality you get here, it's the, the you, you get the smart detection. So you can tell between a parcel, a person, an animal, a vehicle on your property. Uh, you also get a, a stores footage for up to 30 days as well. So really, while, while getting that instant notification is handy, having access to the cloud for those recordings is another, takes your purchase, your investment to a whole other level. So um, the, the advantage of having the smart notifications too reduces the number of false notifications you receive. Mm. So if you choose, you, it just keeps you informed. Say, for example, you only want to be informed only when a parcel is delivered. Or when there's a person on my property. Yep. Get to the information. Quicker. I don't think things like I don't want to know if you just hear something. I want to know when you see something. Yeah, Audio exactly versus right. video. So uh, it lets you do that. So you get to your. You can uh, if if you do only want to have the parcel delivery notification, for example, you can know that okay, I've got to get to my front door quicker to get that uh, that parcel. You might have been waiting for it for a long time, uh, and you know let, lets you focus on the things that matter instead of being distracted by those less important notifications. I receive notifications when when Ziggy's in front of the camera sometimes. Yep. I see okay, he's he's up, he's moving around. Um, so I, I, what I did is switched off the animal notification, so I don't I don't get those notifications anymore. So I I only get the important notifications for for movement of a person. So I've got my 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 backyard cameras that's that picks up the dog so i said look i don't want pet notifications because that's going to be all day but if there's a person in my backyard i want to know yeah so there's a big difference so you're Simple able stuff you're able to have to do that and and i'm sure you you probably have vehicle detection on on the days there's the i have vehicle detection you know stick, i have vehicle stick, detection stick comes over with a new car to test drive you're you've got Mate, that sort of i have vehicle detection because i have a camera at my the front of the house that actually we live in a cul-de-sac on a corner and so there's a lot of roadway yeah. in, in so what I do is I, I point the camera down so, so I you, you specify the area you want I, the notification. For example, I only want people detection. Ah. So I don't want vehicle detection because otherwise we get every everything but you on can, the road. You can if your uh, camera's aimed down a and certain so what, way. Yeah. In, you but that. if you if you if I've tried having it looking down, then you miss something. So have it looking up and just yeah. say I only want person detection. Yeah, so you could because otherwise you'd be getting a notification all the time. Correct. So that's, the, that's the advantage yep. of having the smart plan. And by the way, um, if you're on Twitter 
uh, Arlo Oz. Arlo A U S. Oh, nice. It just jumped okay. on the on the old Twitter, and we're all. Uh, was that a new account? Really? Yes. Because well, oh, I thought it was they Arlo just Technologies. Us. Oh, really? No, it's the Australian version. Oh, how good's that? Well, mate, you're on board. You're following them. Of it course. says here followed by. You know, of course, it's very important, go, mate. I got in ahead of you. That's 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 different. Did you? What? Anyway, Arlo. Uh, if you want to find out more, head over to Arlo.com. That's the plan. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Um, just a couple of quick things before we uh, wrap up. Um, TCL have announced their kind of TV range for 2021. Now, a couple of things about this that took my interest. Firstly, Google TV. Secondly, Mini LED. Now, Mini LED is not new. That's we've we've heard about that for the last kind of few months. But it's pretty much the talk of. Um, it's of the 2021. New feature of 21, isn't it? Yeah, spot Mini on. LED. And and I think what's fascinating is the fact that TCL have um, have announced this range, and it includes, I think it's three Mini LED TVs. Um, that's a lot of buddy Mini LED because you kind of think of Mini LED as being this kind of premium range. Yep. Um, and it is, but mate, it's like legit a big part of their entire range. So yep. the range tops out at this thing called the X925 Pro, which is an 85-inch 8K mini-LED, big bugger, you know, comes on a stand and all that kind of jazz. Forget that TV for a minute. The X925 is an 8K mini-LED. Now, that's going to – that starts at 65 inches, starts at about five grand. Yep. But then, below that, in 4K, there's a mini-LED as well, in 55, 65, 75, 85. So they've got a a 4K – mini LED TV that kind of sits in the top end of the 4K premium range, which I think is fascinating because I, I, I kind of saw in mini LEDs really just being this kind of big end of town game, 8K, all that kind yep. of jazz. That's that's fascinating to me. So they've got the X925 Pro. So that's 8K. That's up and up to 85 inches. Oh, yeah, it's that's only, it's only, only 85. 85 that's the crazy big one, yeah, right? Yeah, that's that's. And it comes on a stand inch. and all this wow. kind of jazz, right? What's that worth? That we that no price announced. TBC TBA. But the interesting thing is, um, the two big ones, the X nine two fives, are yep. Google TV, whereas the rest uh-huh. of the lineup is Android TV. Funny how they did that because that's what Hisense did with their AK TV. I reckon. Well, no, I Hi, we, no. High Sense, High Sense's first AK High TV is Android. Is Android TV, yes. not Google TV. T- ah. This is the thing I learned this week. TCL is one of only two companies what's doing the, doing Google TV. Sony being the other one, which I tested last week. What's the diff? It's a massive difference in the interface. Google ah. TV is a much. You, you give you Google TV Chromecast. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's okay. a very slick, right. so really... That, uh, okay, so rather than you being just having the Play Store on your TV... It's the whole recommendations, the, whole the integration. Ah, right. it's, so it's very like Chromecast built in, that, that dashboard. I yeah, see, I so see if it. you've seen Chromecast with Google TV... Every day is a school day. I'll the, learn something. The new today. Sony, the new TCL have Google yep. TV, but part of the range is only Android TV. And they say, they say some will be upgradable software-wise to Google TV, but I was amazed that it's only Sony and TCL that are getting Google TV this year. So they're the only, but Android TV is obviously on a lot more. There's, yeah, because there's, a whole there's even cheaper TVs, yeah, you know, yeah, there's your Aldi TVs and stuff that run yeah, Android. Sure. But Google TV is what Sony has. Yes. And now what TCL, TCL has. TCL, yep. Right. So, and they've got Dolby Vision IQ as well. Dolby Vision IQ, HDR10+, yeah. plus. like even their entry-level P4, so P725. They support has both. Dolby Vision, HDR10, not 10+, plus, but... Um, it also has variable refresh rate at their entry level too, a 43 inch. Like so, they've got some some decent specs, 
And it's just fascinating that to see, and I actually shared the spec list because I think it's useful to see that, you know, your top three TVs sure. get Wi-Fi 6, the bottom ones only get dual band. There's a bunch of really interesting questions about which TV suits you yeah. when you look at these and things. And the sizes too. Notice the sizes. No. 85. Go big or go home. Yeah, that's the go. Like, what's the smallest TV? 43. They do have a 43. 43, but yeah. they've also, like, in the in the their... The the mid the middle TV the smaller size is fifty five but then yeah. you got the X nine two five smaller size is sixty five yeah pretty good so look the, I mean I haven't really done a lot with TCL over the years they've kind of been a team, yeah, somebody that hasn't existed on the yeah. radar um, but I think that's just the way they've handled um, their 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 yeah. PR they've just been focused on selling TVs maybe but. I'm looking forward to actually getting eyes on with a with a mini LED TV. Same here. Because the only one we've seen thus far, correct me if I'm wrong, is the LG. Yes. But we haven't seen no, it next I've, to an OLED. I've oh, seen the Samsung. The Samsung. But again, okay. you haven't seen it next to an OLED. Yeah, true. But and I, I, yeah. I think it was a I think it was a misstep from from LG not to put their OLED next to their mini LED uh. to show how good a mini LED TV is, but how it's not as good as an OLED. Yeah. Uh, but they had, I think LG had the mini LED next to the nano cell, the nano cell mini LED next to the normal nano cell, and you could see the difference there. Totally, but I, I don't, don't want to see that. I don't think they wanted to show up their their premium. Their They're not going to show it up. Their, it, it their OLED be, is yeah. going to look better. Not yeah, not yeah. It's it's still the best. That option. what LG needs to do now, and and Sony, yep. is show how OLED is still the king of the castle. Absolutely, I think they're doing that. They're doing that anyway. But we'll I'd look, put it look next at, to a mini LED. Look at the price of them. They're showing that. The price is cost more, so that's that's an indicator right there that they cost. Yeah, more. but that, what they need to do is prove why it costs more. Yeah, they okay. need to show that there's a reason to stick with OLED. Fair enough, don't you reckon? Absolutely. I think another thing to look at here is uh, how a lot of the TV companies are pushing the fact that their TVs are gaming friendly. Yeah, gaming variable, variable refresh rate. rate. Yeah, so they've got HDMI two point one auto you know? low latency mode. So they're all the same terms that all these companies again, are throwing around. I think LG nailed it with their demo for us, yeah. where they showed how to bring up like the info bar, which yeah. shows the refresh rate, the the refresh rate coming into the TV, but, but also how deep into it you can get. You can really dive down and, and and adjust a lot of settings. Yeah, to suit you. So I think the TV companies have got the message. It's not just for streaming Netflix. It's for also for gamers because they want a good screen to play yeah. on. No. And uh, this helps. Huge. So the full range uh, from TCL coming over the next couple of months and the details, the models, the prices and whatnot are at EFTM.com. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, uh, I had a look, and you've had a look at the Apple TV 4K, 4K. which is uh, the new. We should say because it's the, the Apple TV 4K has been around, the right? Twenty twenty one Apple TV 4K looks the same as last year's model. Everything, all the changes are under the hood. Packaging the remote, has some rainbow on the side, remote, basically. Uh, yeah, the remote has changed. The Siri remote is yep. now way better than the other, and you can see that on the packaging. So if you hold, if you're looking at two in the shops, life size too. Did you know that? Yes, Actual size. The 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 remote looks different on the package. If you're trying oh, yeah. to work out which one's the 2021 model, yeah. look for the Siri remote. Absolutely, and so much better. It's oh. bigger. It's bigger and and heavier, but the so, button the button layout's a lot better. I love the jog wheel. It lets you get to your content. You have got to pause what you're watching, then use the jog wheel to get up and down. Um, and the I love the fact they got the support for 4K at 60 frames a second, so that uh, you get that bit more of a smoother look, especially if you're watching sport or action movies and things like that. A bit more of a, a smoother look and feel. 
Um, also, too, the, I really loved the colour balance feature. Isn't that so just this? And by the way, really that's smart. available on the current, on the old 4K. You just well. got to upgrade to 14.5. Okay. Ah. It's for your phone, yeah. For your phone. Yeah. It is... I think it's a game changer in set top boxes. So I've got a, I've got in my theater, I've got a projector. So how so did what do, you do? Does, it doesn't work. I, like I was going to say because you yeah, thought it would. No, no. I set it up on a Samsung 4K TV at home. All oh, right, not yeah. on the, not no, on the not lounge room. No, it's the 4K one, the one that's upstairs, and um, it. Ha- so what it uses is the light sensor on the phone. Yep. And it plays then a series of colors into the sensor. Yep. And then says right, it it, it then sets the the color balance already exists on the TV. It uses the industry standard colors, color balance, which is what filmmakers and uh, that they use. The industry industry uses. As you described to Deb Knight the other day, you're like you sit in a filmmaker, you turn on the TV, and you go, "What the hell is this rubbish?" Yeah, and then you then you do the color balance. You go, yeah, "Thank yeah. you very much." That's yeah, how exactly. it's meant to be. Yeah, yeah. It's, and, but it's fascinating because it's not use. It's not them saying, "Here's a here's a um, color bars," because back in the day. And still today, you can bring up color bars on a TV, yep. and you could have a printed color chart, and you could adjust your settings. Yeah, but again, to suit right again, that that's you using your because we see differently. Yeah, what you look at, you think no, I don't, th- I don't think that looks quite the same. No, but you can hold it. Like you can get color cards as well and maybe, hold that up against the maybe. TV, right? Well, that's what calibrated. Like if Bottom you get a calibration, line, uh, that's what they do. My point is, you've got to physically change the television settings, and yeah. that's a tough thing to do. Yeah. It's not easy to find those settings. Yeah. There's a big difference between color and contrast and hue and saturation. All these things, yeah. right? So what you do is your TV stays bog standard, and you do this test, and the and yeah. the Apple TV outputs a different set of colours, really smart. which look you epic. Know, you know what I'm really surprised at? Why didn't Samsung think of this? I can't. Like, Samsung I, have phones mate, and TVs. If they don't have this in yeah. their next TV software, they're yeah, mad. It's remarkable. And and uh, uh, what what you get at the end of it, I really love how that you can toggle between the original setting, original balance, color balance, and the new color balance. And, you, uh, and did you ever go? No, I'm going to stick with it. No, no. I thought, wow. I said oh, I had, and it was a good quality Samsung TV. I'm thinking, wow, it's really enhanced. The colors a bit brighter and it popped a bit more, and the the it looked just looks so much better. I'm thinking, yeah, that's me. I'll, I'll go the color balance. Yeah. So right away, you're seeing how it's intended to be seen. But you think about the power of Apple in this sense, right? So I look yep. at, like, I've got the Fetch TV box, right? Yeah. It's impossible for Fetch to do the same thing because Fetch can't – it would require a really detailed app that would um, not only read, be able to read the light sensor on the phone but then send that information back to your Fetch box to adjust. Like, it's just – it seems like it's possible but yeah. really difficult. Well, Whereas think, Apple – yeah. It's it's just sitting there via Bluetooth and Wi-Fi talking to the two so devices smart. and hey yeah. presto. If you're an Android user, you can yeah forget about it. But if, if you're an iPhone user, of course, it's yeah. a, obviously Apple's going to look after iPhone users. But you think about and we were just talking about TVs a minute ago. You think about the quality you can get on a TV now: 4K, Dolby Vision, yeah. HDR. It's all there. Yeah. So anything that can help you enhance that quality. Which yeah. is what the Apple TV 4K does, but not only all the video, but also audio too. The the supports Dolby Atmos, yep. and and mate, the 4K um, 60 frames a second that's big as well because a lot of their titles are, are released in 4K. Like on iTunes, on the in the movie store, their iTunes movies, there are some movies. I'll give you two examples. The original, I've got all the Rocky movies on DVD and on Blu-ray. None of them are on 4K yet. Yet on Apple on iTunes. The original Rocky film is available in 4K. Wow. So they've got it in 4K. You can't buy that on disc yet. 
Same with another favourite movie of mine is Heat. You know, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro and Michael Mann wrote and directed it. That is not out on 4K yet, but it's been on the iTunes store in 4K for a year. Just had a great idea about our Fridays. Yeah. Because we're going to play golf. Yeah. If we get rained out. Movie. Movie. Yeah. Bloody earth. Stephen's Mate, movie days. I'll, I'll, and I'll pick the movie. Yeah. And you'll say, I'll, I'll say, have this a is nap. a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> it will start with episode four, five, six of Star Wars. <laughs> then we'll go to the prequels. And then we'll go episode six, seven, no, You'll eight, go nine. to Godfather before you go to prequels. Godfather. I know, I know have that. Have you not seen The Godfather? No, no, no. You've never watched The Godfather? What is there? A that's, echo in here? That's number one. It's number not. one movie we're going to watch no, pick a good is movie. The Godfather. But that is a good movie. <laughs> that's my favourite movie of all time. That's more, that's more, if, if I had to choose to watch Star Wars or The Godfather, I'll watch The Godfather. <laughs> that's how good it is. I'd watch Cars 3. <laughs> Which, what did you famously say? It's better than better Star, than Star Wars. Wars. Yeah. That's good. That, that, that's way a, better. That, that's aged well. That statement hasn't it? So it's still stand by. It? Yeah. Anyway, yep. Apple TV 4K uh, is what is it? Two forty nine for the thirty six gig. And yeah, um, I should look at my review. Nah, someone else it's will do there. it. It's, it's on techguide.com. Anyway, it's, it's on techguide. Scroll down the bottom. It's got the prices. Yeah, it's how it all, works. It's all there. But um, yeah, I, I think look, if you if you want to enhance and, and if your you've got the existing Apple TV 4K, the big fat box, yeah, um, do the color balance. Upgrade to fourteen point five really on your good. phone and your and your uh, your Apple TV. Yeah, I'm telling you, the color cool. balance will change your, your yeah, that, life. That is remarkable, and it obviously won't work with the projector because the projector, I'm blocking the screen, the, the picture with the with the phone. Yeah. So they never took projectors into account, but. My projector is still pretty solid, though. Yeah. I am. I did test it on, At, a, you know, on a TV to I, do to do that, but I'm going to move I, it into. I can the tell you right now, I've got breaking news. I was in the boardroom when they were talking about this product at Apple Park. And they said projectors. Those people, they're doing very well. They'll get they'll get a calibrator around. <laughs> they don't. Yeah, well, that's what that's, that's what that's they what, thought. That's what happened. Yeah. That's what they said. Bugger yeah. them. Yeah. I did have a calibrator. Seriously. Yeah. The camera. I can serious. imagine. I'm serious. Oh, no, I know. Right. Audio. You've done the whole thing. Oh yeah. All right. Um, that's all the details of the Apple TV 4K at techguide.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. All right, Stephen. Um, were you just playing the drums then? Was that you? I just, you know, doing a bit of drums. Beat it out. The yeah, I thought you were on the DJ on the boom, on the boom, on the boom. on the discs. Then that's a good beat in that sting. Yeah, it's good. I like it. It's good. All right, we'll be back again next week for episode 490. 490. As the countdown begins yes, to Two to Blokes Talking Tech episode 500. That's what we'll say. Countdown to 500. That's a good little, well, can little we, catchphrase, mate, little hashtag. Get countdown some, to 500. Pull some folding out of your pocket. Send it to <laughs> Bill. Yeah, I've got to get him. Get some. Get a some for the five hundred. You want to get a some new ones, but new also ones. let's get a countdown. Why don't we get now? I'll tell you what we'll do. Mate, we'll get... I'm happy to start next week counting down to five hundred episodes. Okay. okay, that'd sound sick. All right, in the intro. All right, leave it with me. Leave it with me. Bill's probably listening to this right now. So, Bill, expect a call. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back next week as we count down to episode five hundred. Here with Stephen Fennick and Trevor Long on Two Blokes Talking Tech. See you then, mate. Bye bye. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech.